Warning, this podcast contains material not suitable for younger audiences. And some material that's not suitable for older audiences. If you're part of any age group, we've found a way to offend you. Run while you still can. We are the hapless heroes. (laughs) I'm going to slap him in the face, which is what I wanted to do originally. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Hapless Heroes Podcast. I'm Francesco, and tonight I will be your host and DM. Going around the table, I'm going to introduce my cast. We have, to my left, James playing Hoblet the Smasher. Good evening, friendos. Dave playing Zero, Avatar of War. Courage and conquest! Blood and war! I come to... Ooh. Ooh, excuse me. Oh dear, I'm so sorry. <laughs> to his left... Mike, playing Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind. The food here is exquisite. To his left, Massimo playing Morton Mack, a.k.a. Gorgeous Mort. Not every goose is an oracocra, but every oracocra is a goose. <laughs> is that true? <laughs> it is now. Some Venn diagram of eight. <laughs> to, to his left, Zach playing Peridol Lincolnwoods. Yes, it, it is I. I had a lot of pizza to eat tonight. (laughs) I've got cheese brain. (laughs) And finally, we have Lord Jarrell Alight, played by John. Ah, Mort, good to see they didn't hang you yet. So, when we last left off, the party had just spent uh, quite a bit of time getting interrogated. Did I miss Quinn? No, Quinn. Quinn was, was Quinn exquisite. Was, Quinn was I mean, one that almost it, got Mort hung. But like, <laughs> you almost all got me hung. Just, Let's just I, hey, be I, clear about that. Jarrell didn't put anybody. You almost got, got you hung. I am always hung. You almost hung immediately said uh, it was all Mort's fault. Uh, <laughs> I backpedaled a little bit. Almost immediately. That was I mean, like when in doubt, blame the new guy. I mean, two lines. <laughs> I didn't. I've been in this ep- this fucking them. podcast for like sixty episodes. How am I the new guy? <laughs> You're still yeah, the new still guy. <laughs> You're the newest, right? Like, yeah. Okay. We wrong. <laughs> also, in addition to being interrogated, uh, Jarrell and Quinn were able to provide some useful enough information to kind of at least maybe start moving some suspicion away from you guys because you were being accused essentially of causing the loss of Ool, or I'm sorry, of of Tarantis because it's not there anymore. I mean, we are partially responsible. And nor is is its ley line, for that matter. It's gone. Um, You were at least released and given given back your stuff, um, you know, for now. But it was under the sort of agreement that you were going to have someone, a representative of the Derekine Protectorate coming with you to monitor your activities, (laughs) report back, essentially a glorified Bond Company stooge. Um. And the Omega Project is actually here cordoning off the crash site of your airship. You guys had spent the night, and I didn't give it a name before, but thanks to Reinhardt, he gave me a great name. Uh, this is the, uh, an- you guys have spent the night at the Antiquated Anchor here in town. 
and um, you had a quite a nightmare last night. And each of you uh, had the same thing, except for Zero here, who um, can't, well, doesn't sleep, <laughs> uh, doesn't require sleep at all. Um, he did not have this dream. But the rest of you did. It was this, you know, again, just kind of recap a little bit of that, right? Like, you know, it was the, this sort of flashes of, you heard all these like screamings, screaming of people, but you couldn't see any people. It was just one person kind of hunched over in the center of like this, like, I don't know, crazy, like horrible aura, like ruined city area. And he turned around. He was like, this is decayed face, his mouth open. He rushed at you and you guys woke up in a cold sweat. Just Except for Jarrell. He's, he's still not frightened. <laughs> Except for Jarrell. <laughs> you know I mean to make him roll for that? I'm immune to being frightened. Oh. He, 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 <laughs> he made sure to mention as much before we ended the last episode. Yeah. So, at this point now, it's the morning in the antiquated anchor. Um, and at Quinn's door, mm. there is a knock in the morning. Are you dressed? (laughs) (laughs) One more hour, please! An hour? What? (laughs) Uh, There's a very soft voice at the door. Uh, Your lordship, there is, um, it's, there's someone waiting for you at the, uh, in the lobby, it's it's unfortunately they, they they've insisted that that we wake you uh, at this moment. Hold your britches. Uh, Quinn throws on what, what what have we gotten back from them? You've gotten actually all of your belongings. Okay, gems included. Well, and and zero. I'm assuming brought the orb and you know the other stuff yes. with him. Right. All of our belongings? I got my shackles back? No. Fuck that. You said all of our belongings. (laughs) I shouldn't have said anything. I just wanted to make sure I had them back. No. Fuck that. Who has them? Badgers. Badgers. They are at the station. They probably just forgot to process that stuff with your stuff. Yeah, they forgot to process the coolest shit. Falls. (laughs) Maybe you may want to make a stop there or something, you know, just to claim those. Uh, Yep. Uh, so I wrap myself in a black silk robe, mm-hmm. um, uh, monogrammed with KS. <laughs> Not uh, LCKS. Um, did it say like LC underneath? No, because that would have. No, because that's that what it says <laughs> on the it back. It would have cost more money. So. <laughs> the flask is really but, as much as. Oh you're yeah, to that's spend money yeah. For I'm right. super proud of that one. Yeah. Uh, so it's just a chaos, and it's just kind of flowing freely, uh, you know, below me, and uh, I open the door. Okay. Uh, it's, so it's 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 sort of a, it's a human, but he's like on the shorter side, maybe a, he's like maybe five five, you know, standing a little you know a little shorter than you, and uh, you know he's. Well, aren't you cute? He doesn't really seem to know how to process what you just said. He's like this 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 way, your lordship. He he looks like he's 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 dressed like um. Like a common person, like maybe he works here, or maybe he's like a he works for somebody. You're not, you know. It's like he's definitely dressed as if he's part of like for a job, but not, not like fine clothes. 
um, you know, more like raggedy, you know, just typical like burlap and stuff, right? Couple of drinks, I won't judge. And uh, he leads you downstairs, and there is actually at the foot of the stairs Felix, okay, and a representative from the Omega Project. Oh, hey, Quinn. And he, you see Felix uh, pay the kid like, like I don't know, like like a, a gold piece, and he just kind of pats him on the back and he runs out the door. Do you enjoy hey. your wake up call? Paying others to do your errands, I see. I just thought it would be funny if you had someone calling your lordship and all this stuff, you know, while you woke up today and, you know, thought it was, you know, this this big important mission. You didn't really know who you were going to meet. And surprise, it's me. So he gives you kind of a side eye. No, no, uh, I promise this is, like, really cool. And I just wanted to tell you first so that maybe, because, like, I got to go now, but, like, I just need, you, okay, so this guy right here, right, this guy, he's going to point at him. Uh, why don't you introduce yourself? So the, the representative from the project uh, introduces himself as, hello there, Captain. I, I am uh, B. Bubbleson, and I am the lead forensic investigator on the crash site uh, from the, the Mega Project for the airship that you are flying in. Yes. Uh, so uh, you being the captain here, as Felix has told me, um, we need your input on some things. And I just wanted to see if you could gather your party Come with us as we uh, discuss the future of this device. Well, I'm certainly not going to wake up Hoblet myself. Uh, I see. <laughs> so shall we wait here? It is a Thursday. Well, that might oh. get him up. He knows our um, tradition. <laughs> so I kind of just look at Felix... And, uh, why can't you join us? So, I have a thing to do with the project, um, related to this airship thing, but it's, 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 a, it's a research project. I am under a non-disclosure agreement and can't discuss it right now. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, it's really nothing personal, like, and you see B. Bumbleson, like, nodding his head. He's like, no, really, it's, it's nothing personal. It's very, it's very important oh, that yes. we keep certain things within the project under wraps for employees only, if you know what I mean. Yeah, Felix does nothing that means to be personal, ever. No, no, he's a very stand-up fellow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, th- thanks, B. Uh, so anyways, uh, I have to go now, but... On your uh, super secret mission. Oh, you know, actually, before I go, I forgot. Uh, and he, uh, out of his bag of holding, pulls out a sack. He's like, mm-hmm. these are the gems. Actually, can you just give him to zero when he wakes up? Can I trust you with that? I thought and so. And once again gives him the side I eye. thought so. I mean, really. I mean, you know what? Should we have breakfast first? Brunch, even? So are you paying for brunch? I don't, I don't see why not. Sure. So then, who am I to say no? Oh, that's great. Okay, cool. Yeah, let's eat. Uh, we, so why don't? Well, whatever. They'll come down when they come down. So it's like the, the Felix and Quinn decide to get a table and things like start to get set up. You know, brunch orders are being taken. What are the rest of you now doing as the morning is starting starting to settle in? Jarrell. Oh, sorry. Jarrell is feeding manservant applesauce. <laughs> 
in his, bi- in his body cast. Because now he has applesauce. I have applesauce this time. Yeah, you, yeah, you picked him up. You put him into the in somehow, and yeah, now you're. Like, oh, he's on like a dolly. He's in a dolly. <laughs> in the antiquated anchor. So are you paying for upstairs. an extended stay for him upstairs now? I mean, he's just kind of propped up against the wall in my room. <laughs> <laughs> Like a rag doll standing up. Well, he's he's in a, a doll. Like, like imagine like Hannibal Lecter in a body cast. Are oh you are you leaning him against the wall? Like vert? Is he standing up in a body cast? Well, let's say he's leaning. Defying <laughs> monster. <laughs> well, you just too cheap for the hospital bed to leave him in traction. You're just gonna haul his body cast in half. <laughs> where, where would I have got? I mean, where would I have gotten a uh, like, dolly? But like, motherfucker, you're still on the clock. Supposed to elevate his feet, you shithead. <laughs> I mean, I was kind of just giving you some free reign nope. to, to to tell me like what his digs were. Nobody's giving me medical advice on him yet. So. <laughs> <laughs> you're just kind of figuring it out you're as a you go. Paladin, can't you figure it out? <laughs> I mean, I can heal him and take some of the pain away, but I don't think that fixes broken bones. Have you ever tried? Not yet. Okay. <laughs> I'm just feeding him applesauce. <laughs> yeah, you gotta start with the basics. What's his reaction to that? There's no reaction. He's in a he's full very, body cast. He's yeah, very move. It's covering his face like, as well. It just well, doesn't a occur good to There's like a mouth hole. There's, and there's a mouth hole. Is there any other holes in this for him yeah, to Yeah, for his eyes. Okay. For him to and what? That's it. And maybe it's for him to breathe out of his nose. He's got like a catheter or something. Okay, all right. I'm just. <laughs> is this guy properly taken care of? Um, no. Apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> this is questionable. I almost yes, feel like it would good. be worse that he would might still be in the body cast. But you've healed him. But you to take him out of the body cast. I actually like this better. You know what? Would you like to subtract one point of your lay on hands for that to happen? For, just for him to be completely uh, healed. But yeah, you did like in, a little yeah. bit. You gave him like the bare minimum. So but, his, his bones are healed. His, his bones are healed because magical healing does fix like broken bones and stuff. Right. You know. But he's uh yeah he's you he just kind of kept him in the body cast because he can't really. <laughs> and I'm feeding him applesauce. <laughs> he, can't, he can't talk. And he's never been able to talk. So, and he also can't gesture at you right now because <laughs> he's in a body cast. Can he spit the applesauce at him? He would I, never. Or at least like... <laughs> I have no mouth and I no, must but, scream. But we'll get back to that. Okay. Uh, what are the rest of you doing? Ward standing outside of his room at full attention. Wearing? <laughs> oh, he's wearing a wicker... Um, <laughs> turtleneck. <laughs> and this is not a joke. This is not a joke. Are there, like, re- are there red marks like creeping up his neck? <laughs> Sacrifice comfort for fashion. Okay. And a uh, just a bandana thong. <laughs> like, just like off the crack of his ass. And. Yeah, and it's like... What color is it? <laughs> I would say like a light blue. Yeah, you're hanging on the Like a baby side. blue. Oh um, but no pants? Literally hanging. No, no pants. Okay. Did he stutter? No. Oh, you know what he's wearing, though, is like those like calf warmers? Yeah, they yeah. They were cool like Some two years warmers. ago. They came back. So it's like really just like his thighs and his butt? No, <laughs> yeah, his thighs... His, like like thighs, upper, upper thighs. Like the, the all the outside outside of your it's like you're naked for you okay. to look at. Uh, you, so you're naked. Like the amount of you that's naked would be equivalent to like booty shorts. The rest of you is clothes. No, full butt <laughs> cheeks exposed. Yeah, right. Is it's it a long? Kinda... Is a long sleeve or a short sleeve uh, wicker turtleneck? Oh, it's 
Is there a short sleeve turtleneck? Yeah, three? I mean three quarters. <laughs> it's, it's a long sleeve turtleneck. I guess I've rolled the sleeves up a little bit. On the so, wicker. On the wicker. <laughs> so maybe like a little bit of my forearm is exposed. I feel like cuffing them. Yeah, it's, it's just, it's just, it's just all frayed. Like yeah. where he's, where he's like, you know, rolled it up <laughs> as a cuff. Yeah, exactly. It's a, it's a flexible wicker. And I'm wearing an army helmet. A what helmet? An army helmet. Okay. Like a pith helmet. What kind Just of army like, helmet? No, okay. Well, sorry for all of the military folks out there listening, because I'm going to butcher this. Maybe like what a just a normal standard infantryman would be wearing right. in the in what era in this World War Two. <laughs> <laughs> if we were to imagine, if you can imagine the equivalent, okay, like a bucket, pretty much. Basically, a green bucket. Yes. Yeah. Okay, you're wearing a green bucket. Correct. Sounds great. He's been standing there since maybe like four o'clock in the morning. Is it just a green bucket that Mort is just making believe? I is think that's a probably what we're helmet? insinuating. What, <laughs> what here? color yeah. are the the leg warmers? Fuchsia. This is amazing. <laughs> so green outfit. bucket, light blue. Right. That's what I'm. Bandana thong. thong. Is it like tied on the sides? Oh, it's tight in the back. I mean, am I, am, the back? I'm imagining it's an oversized bandana that fits all the way around so it goes in his ass and he's <laughs> two sides tied around his waist and then the one side tied around his ass. I see. And then like one like tucked in. It's like an oversized bandana that he's just got finagled so that it just, I mean, is your dick... No, it's not in. covering that much. You can see everything. <laughs> oh, okay. Everything? Yeah, you can pretty it's much see like everything. You kind of sound like a uh, more fashionable, like, fetishy diaper baby. Right. Uh, more or less. <laughs> <laughs> you almost got hung yesterday. And I'm now so you're, you're like, what? He's, <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen. He's still prepared to die here. <laughs> he is just being himself. Yeah. Yeah. He had this myself. wicker tank top yeah. or and this wicker turtleneck. turtleneck that he's never worn before. He almost died, so now he needed to wear it. <laughs> he's got this. Hobbit's because we're, we're at the intersection of the Venn diagram of indecent exposure and wood shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's a never great. Seen, I've never seen where those two connect. That's an interesting, uh, yeah. It's a wicker shirt, not so I, like full wood. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What were you saying, James? It's like a half chub. I don't see anything that's <laughs> wrong with times, this outfit. What time did, maybe like an, within 45 minutes or so of Felix coming to get Yeah, Gwen, sure, sure. Hoblet is going to wake up. All right, so w- why don't we, I'm assuming Peridot's probably going to be up before you then. Okay. I want to kind of resolve things as people arrive to the table okay. now. Yeah, um, Peridot is in full armor. He is fucking on guard. He's like peering out his window, fucking paranoid as shit. <laughs> right, because you kind of got out of jail a little too easy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, kind of like pacing around his room, ear to the door every once in a while. Kind of like looking out in the hallway every once in a while. Does he see anything out the window? Does he see anything out out of the door? You see a uh, half-naked Mort in the hallway. I'm sorry. <laughs> a Basically fully clothed, naked, yeah. Yeah, a, a kind of clothed. You, see, you see more. Naked. You, you just, just see, see like <laughs> a quarter of Peridil, my naked body. Peridil considers him half naked. <laughs> you see Mort. Yeah. Yeah. In all uh, his glory. Out the, wi- <laughs> out the window, you. I mean, you see like the streets are starting to wake up. You know, yeah. people, uh, commerce is is happening. This, this, there are people carrying wagons full of goods and, you know, just, it's, it's, there's a hustle and bustle on the streets. Days of puppy. Yeah. It's a Thursday after all. Uh-huh. It's a Thursday. Peridot doesn't care. Yeah. He's afraid. 
Okay. He's paranoid. Yeah. There's literally nothing. So, I mean, unless you count more, there is nothing to be afraid of here. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good so point. So you've got everything to be afraid of. Right. <laughs> right. Okay. In fact, Paradol goes down to the lobby. Sounds good. You actually see that Quinn and um, Felix and two other people are having brunch together. Mm. Uh, what time is this all starting? Okay. In the afternoon? In the morning. (laughs) I wasn't... Who's the second person? I wasn't sure what Zero was going to do, so I decided to roll a 20 just to kind of see the general tone, and I roll a 20, so... You're down there, too. He's having a great morning. He's up at 9 at precisely at the start of business hours for the day. He's well-polished, a nice shine coming off of his head, like, you know, he spent an hour turtle waxing the shell. Nice. And, uh, yeah, you actually, so you're sitting down, like, for brunch, I'm using air quotes, because you're not yeah. eating anything. Oh. Um, and, no, they do not serve any sort of, well, it, at this point, you probably don't even have a need for any of those things that you tried to brunch no, on but before. it's ex- expected to be on and operating during business hours. Right, it is customary. Yes. Right. So, uh, the other person is wearing plain clothes. It's, like, sort of like a, like a duster jacket, except it's, like, maybe a little bit, a little bit shorter than that. Uh, and he's he's got a patch on the shoulder that is of the Derekim Protectorate. He's got big bifocals on, and is carrying a notepad. Oh my God! Can he look like Jeff Goldblum? Hmm. He kind of looks like an older version of um, like uh, Harold from Harold and Maude. Hey. <laughs> For those of you who are Jeff Goldblum fans, while Fran's looking something up. There's a hilarious, well, I find it hilarious. I don't know why I find it hilarious. Maybe you guys won't, but it's a Facebook page called The Same Picture of Jeff Goldblum yeah. Every Day. <laughs> and they stick to and it. And they literally put it's just the same picture of Jeff Goldblum posted okay. every day. Commitment you know to what? surrealist humor. I will say that while he may resemble Jeff Goldblum, he is much less handsome. He's sort of balding at the top. Well, then what's the point? With the ring of hair? <laughs> it's a facial structure. It's still bangable. Like <laughs> Jeff Goldblum and Jeff Goldblum on cable? Right. <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, he's sitting there with a notepad, just kind of like, you see him kind of like sitting at the end of the table, kind of leaning against the wall, because there's, there's like a picnic table, and it's like lent, you know, and you can just see kind of the end of it. And uh, just sort of taking notes and just like, nah, he's not saying a, a fucking word, but he seems to be like... He's en- our babysitter. Engaged in the conversation. Well, Peridot's downstairs now, and so is Zero, and so is Quinn. Mord is standing at attention at the door. Did you did you go down when you saw Peridot walk? Until somebody gives me orders, I will be standing outside of the door at full attention. Sounds good. Flapping one arm with my other <laughs> hand on my forehead. Right, right, because you were committed to... Um... Are we aware of this? Yeah, he's you tell it. me. Because <laughs> <laughs> nobody mean, has told me shit I don't, yet. I've just been doing this for hours. <laughs> Hoblet, you eventually wake up. Jarrell, do you go downstairs eventually, or are you still just taking care of um, manservant? The first thing, I, 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 um, first thing I'll do is I'll heal Hans. Oh, yes. So I'll heal his broken bones, and he will tell me, Oh, thank you, Jarrell. I don't believe I need this cast anymore. And I'd like to roll an insight to determine whether or not sure. I would also take the cast sure. off of Man. That makes Driven. sense. I like that. Oh, just 13. 
you're thinking, oh, well, uh, yeah, that might make sense to take the cast off a fucking right. manservant. So now both of my retainers are out of their casts, and they come down with me. Manservant, uh, you notice, was actually trying to find some way to spit the applesauce onto his body cast to, like, make words, but he was failing miserably. So he's covered in applesauce. <laughs> <laughs> no. The body, wash himself first. The right? body cast was. Okay, okay. Yes, he, he still got some of it on his face. He sort of just kind of <laughs> clasps his hands together almost to thank you, and then, yes, immediately goes to draw a bath. Yeah. Okay. He's probably got, like, fucking... Yeah, he smells. It's been, yeah. like, th- what, almost a month? Yeah. Ew. Yeah, it's been more than a oh, month. Oh, yeah, that undercast smell. Well, we hang out I with Hobbit. He's got all, all sorts of schmags and cheeses it. to clean up. Clammy, yeah. clammy skin. Yeah, it's bad. Hey, we forgot that Hoblet smells all the time. Right. <laughs> We're used to this. No. Yeah, but right. it's a different yeah. kind of This smells. is a different kind of smell. Old Mansard has pride. Right. Okay. So, Jarell, I'm sure you, you eventually end up downstairs. <laughs> I want to address Hoblet now, the last to Hoblet rise. Mm-hmm. The last to rise. You had a, you had a rough day yesterday. I mean, you guys good. all had this nightmare, too. Like, it's mm-hmm. just been a, a, a rough situation. Is there any alcohol in my room? It's your room, yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna smash down a couple somethings real quick. Okay. After waking up from the cold sweat from the dream. Right. Um, just to just to level yourself. Yeah. Right. Uh, so is that a couple shots? A yeah, couple bottles? For sure. A couple shots for sure. Okay. Okay. Uh, if we want to call him, I don't know that he he probably just drinks straight from right. the bottle. We're and, talking you know, like like one Mississippi, two Mississippi. Right. Yeah. It doesn't count. Um, it does count. It counts. No, I mean he doesn't count. Oh, right. The, I'm, I'm just doesn't count. I'm just <laughs> illustrating. It counts, man. It counts. Yeah, it's like uh, calories before uh, noon don't count. You know. Uh, I'm gonna armor up and uh, step out in the hallway. Mort is still standing there. Uh, I'll laughing. walk over to him. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And what's going on this morning? I saw everybody go downstairs. Honk. <laughs> Mort's significantly taller than Hoblet, right? Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> two and a half to three feet taller. You're probably staring straight at bandana, hammock, whatever. Yeah, you are. Yeah, dude, you are a dick high right now. You are a waist level. Game. Yeah, which is, you know what? I'm a dwarf. It's okay. We're cool. Um, <laughs> I'm going to motion to him like I've got a secret to tell him. Okay. And I'm, I'm going to kind of like, like, you know, come here. And like... Like side know. eyes, like shifty right, like, eyes. Like, like, like look around, try to get him to, to come down so that I can tell him a secret. Alright. Do you command me to do this? No. Like, are you commanding uh, me to do this? He's gesturing you it's like, gesturing, come you know, hither. I'm assuming, I don't do it. I'm assuming you're not an idiot. And, and you're like, <laughs> <laughs> But I'm like... I'm overtly gesturing to you, like like I wave to you, and then I'm like looking around. I'm like clearly trying to be sneaky about something. I don't do it. Okay, that's stupid. Um, yeah, that, was, <laughs> that was stupid. More it's stupid. He doesn't do it. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's perfect. I'm still <laughs> just standing there. Are you still flapping your arms? Yep. <laughs> no, I'm not going to say anything. When okay. he ignores me, I'm going. 
I'm at dick level. Yeah. I'm going to slap him in the dick. Oh, no. <laughs> Does he come I down bend now? O- yes, I bend over yep. at the waist. I'm going to slap him in the face, which is what I wanted to do originally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Quit the bird shit. Let's go get some fucking breakfast. That's an order. I follow Hobbit. <laughs> I knew you had to slap him. <laughs> it was a love tap. It wasn't like I didn't like punch him in the dick. It was just to get him to come down. You're just uh-huh. following the stooge theme. Right, right, right. Right, so, exactly. Uh, we're going to, I'm assuming then Mort and I are going to walk down. Yes, uh, you do. I'm going to attempt to, uh, I'm like rubbing his back while we're walking down. Like his, wicker, his wicker clad back? Right, I feel, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am rubbing his wicker back on the way down in an attempt. What does that sound like? I, I don't even want to know. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, yeah. That sounds awful. No, all of that sounds awful. Yeah. Please stop. <laughs> <laughs> In an attempt to, you know, just kind of let him know that, like, that was, we got to knock the bird shit off. There's work to be done. Yeah, like, clean all that bird shit up. Right. Right. So it was not out of hatred. It was out of love. Are we okay. still knocking on the geese? He is. He lost his fucking mind. He's on, the geese, he's on that geese thing right now. Um, so. What does Hoblet think about his bare buns? I mean, it's not the first time we've seen his bare buns. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Fair right. enough. There was yeah. the whole kiss the cook apron thing. Right. That's where, oh. all he was wearing. I don't think that that's... And I walk around in a cod piece, so I don't think that bare buns is not... Yeah. The testicles were a bit off-putting, but... <laughs> <laughs> Are the testicles popping out of the thing? Yeah, oh yeah, he said it's not tight, tightly. Uh, <laughs> that's, not, that's, not, that's so gross. So, I'm so sorry for the image that is in everybody's mind now. Oh, yeah. So that being said, um, you all sit down to brunch. Uh, at this point, um, you hear uh, B. Bumbleson uh, turn to Quinn and Felix is like, so is this all of them? Yes. Great. Um, so, chaps, let's eat, and then I have somewhere to take you. I have very good news. Very, very good news indeed. Um, is he going to be with us this whole time? And you, he's, he's gesturing, you see, towards the uh, the the not-so-handsome Jeff Balding, Jeff Goldblum lookalike, <laughs> who is scribbling down some notes, and he's just kind of, like, looking up at the table, like, and then look, looking at you guys. Is he at the same table as us? Yeah. Yes. I, I can't mean, even he's imagine. Following us around. So wait a minute. So you don't Jeff know him? Uh, he just kind of sat down and just started taking notes and said he was uh, assigned to be here. What's he assigned to be here for? The Dark Game Protectorate's sending him. Is he saying and, things like? Uh, he looks up from <laughs> his notes. <laughs> and and Zero's asking. It's just yeah, right. in, in what capacity? I'm just here to um, just document, just document, just document things. Just document things. You know, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Oh, a biographer. Good. (laughs) Why don't we go with that? Write about my good side. (laughs) Mort's going to start whispering stuff in his ear incoherently. (laughs) (laughs) He looks very uncomfortable. (laughs) Like very, he's actually scribbling more frantically now. Incoherently or unintelligibly? Yes. 
both. <laughs> that, that was an inclusive or, right? I mean, it's yeah. just like it's one or the other. <laughs> basically, it's like babble. Yeah. Like a bond company agent, I I guess I can deal with it because at this point I'm surprised there aren't insurance claims adjusters following us around. Right. I mean, you know, this was sort of the this was this was your price to pay, I guess, for being inter interviewed, interrogated. You know, so yeah, for you losing gotta, a city, you yeah. got a stooge. He has not introduced himself. He is he just he answered the question as directed and is back to just furiously writing notes. Now much more uncomfortable because Mort is like whispering in his ear and he seems just very uncomfortable with the ah, idea of Mort. fellow writer, what is your name, young man? Uh, he, I'm he, assuming he's young. No, he's older than me. Clearly, yeah, he's bald. He's bald. I don't what know. He can be young what, what is your name, old yeah. man? Old, he's like middle-aged, maybe. He's not what like... is your name, old man? Middle-aged man. <laughs> Middle <laughs> man. Midlife crisis man. What? Did just you just man. assume his just gender? Man. Is he in <laughs> crisis? Man. Midlife crisis them. Exactly. Old Thank lady. <laughs> Zay. <laughs> old man. Hold on. Zem. I'm going to the bucket for not this guy. Name bucket. Wait, real quick, can I roll for perception to see if I can understand any of the incoherent slash unintelligible babble? Sure. That's mm, a 10. No. It is just incoherent. Unintelligible. Babble. Unintelligible. It is almost it, sounds is it incoherent or, or unintelligible? It's all it's, a babble. It almost sounds <laughs> yeah. a little sing like literally gibberish. I feel like all three of those words together is just a super redundant... Like it, phrase, it has a little bit of a melody to it. That's I feel like if it's incoherent, he's saying some words, but like they don't mean anything. If it's unintelligible, it just basically like, sounds like mumbling. Say there's like a and babble can like, be anything. I mean, what does it? What does the baby do? Babble. Babbles. Okay. Unintelligibly. Yes. Or incoherently. No. We're moving on. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel better about that than intelligible babble. Yeah. <laughs> Any ways? That'd be incoherent. <laughs> I've reached into the bucket. That's what I'm trying to tell you. (laughs) I hate you guys. (laughs) Before we get too lost on this tangent, he introduces himself as Dilbertrum. Dilbertrum? Dilbertrum. Dilbertrum. Is Dilbertrum? Dilbertrum. 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 Right. Is that All is right. that a reference to Dilbert? Uh, I I mean not necessarily, but I, I because of the fact that it sounded so much like it. This is one of Altair's just like uh, names that he's put in. I'm not using it for like what he suggested, but I just really love that first name. Yeah. So, yeah. Thanks Altair, cool. right. you're awesome. So yeah, so this is Dilbertrum. That's all he just gives you a first name. I'm uh, I'm I'm Dilbertrum, and I'm here to just take notes. Play, you know what? Just pretend like I'm not even here. I don't want to be here. As much as you guys don't want to be here. Or, I'm sorry. I don't want to be here with you as much as you don't want me here with you either. Okay? Are you sure? Because we feel really good about the biographer. That's. Oh, I'm, I'm okay with you being here. Great. <laughs> uh, I like you. Yeah. <laughs> In what's that he gonna, case. What's he going to do? Stop us? <laughs> just pretend like I'm not. I would just prefer if you pretended like I wasn't here. And you would just go on about your lives. You can't tell that to Mort. Mort is taking Hoblet a hoblet and to just <laughs> let it go. He yeah, is dead. taking I'm quite a liking. I'm this clown down. 
I'm not going to say anything to him because he's not provoking. But Mort is going to keep trying to put his just arm say, around his shoulder. Let's just say you're going to end up more uncomfortable than we will. Trust me, I already am. Wonderful. The biggest show in town. He uh, he just kind of puts his head down and retreats back and and, and just continues to take notes. So you guys have your your brunch. I'm assuming some goat milk mimosas are ordered and oh. some actual food is ordered. At least <laughs> at least three yeah. goat milk mimosas. At least three? At least three. Down. And that's after the shots? Yeah, big time. Big time. Settle down with those uh, goat milk mimosas. Um, <laughs> We're going to have some... Uh, False. I will not settle down. Pancakes. Matter of fact, uh, he just zero had one. orders the uh, highest proof alcohol they Some. have there in a highball glass. <laughs> it has absolutely no Apple effect, juice. and everyone is horrified that you are just down. No, the no, shit. storing it for You're... flammability. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, all right, cool. I like it. Jarrell and Paradil are sharing a giant stack. Of pancakes. Ooh, you would love ooh, pancakes. Ooh. I, I'm in the mood, and he said it, and I'm like, yeah, golden pancakes, okay. ham. Is yeah. the toast? I hate him so much, I forgot his <laughs> name already. Dilbertrum. <laughs> Dilbertrum, yeah. Is he drinking? No. Nothing. No. He's no ha- coffee, he has a no. glass. Actually, no, yeah, he has a cup of coffee and a glass of water. Does he ever get up from the table? No. Not even to pee. Not this. Not this t- entire time you've been sitting down for brunch. <sighs> I'm gonna roll for insight to see if uh, he has anything to do with my my dream. Dobertrum? Yeah. Sure. Why not? Fifteen. No. This guy is. I was hoping for a net one so I could be like. <laughs> oh, I get it. Yeah, I like that. Convinced that he was. <laughs> so. Um, after you guys finish your meals and things like that, um, B. Bumbleson stands up on the table. He's like, okay, we must, we must get going. There's, there's a lot to discuss. There's a lot to figure out. Um, I'm sure you understand that. Yeah. While we might have, be able to sit here and enjoy a nice meal, uh, you know, the world is collapsing around us, fellas. So I suggest we get to the airship. The airship? The airship. The ass ship? The ass ship. Are you the saying the ass, ass ship? We can go to the <laughs> ass ship, man. We're all right with that, but we should probably get to the airship. Yeah, we. I, I'd rather really <laughs> go to the airship than an ass ship. He, he looks past all of you guys. He looks at Quinn. He says, Look, Captain, are you sure that this is the best you can muster? No. <laughs> <laughs> but it's what I have to work with. Right then. Quinn, do you tell us where we're going now? Well, we at least know that we should get to the airship instead of the ass ship. So let's go there. Yeah. Okay, let's go to the airship. So he begins to lead you guys out. Uh, The horses that you guys had miraculously were brought here. Mm, Pepper. So those of you who owned horses, your Mm -hmm. horses are here. Bitches. Hammond Jr. And Dilbertrum also has a horse of his own. And he rides along with all of you to the uh, crash site. As you guys are leaving town, I mean, again, like, you know, again, just to kind of describe Dragonport again. Big, bustling, gilded sort of port city. I mean, everything is here is very proper. All the architecture is very rigid and, like, sort of like colonial style, right? So if Tarantis was like New York, this would be like Philadelphia? I guess so, yeah, yeah. I can get get down with that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So not Trenton. 
No. No. I am not going to uh, continue this. Trenton is <laughs> north of Last Wall. Because I know where this is going. <laughs> yeah. No. Motherfucker. I live near Camden. <laughs> so... Um, as you guys make your way to the city limits, though, the, you can see that the, you know it kind of more opens up, and there's sort of a beach area out here, right to your um, to your east is kind of where like the the coast is, and your guys are heading now north along the coast a little bit, and you can already see uh, as you guys are riding down this road that there are pieces of airships still being collected from even out here, it, but it takes another maybe mile to get to the crash site. Of the airship. Of the airship. Okay, good. <laughs> I was a little worried it was going to be the other one. <laughs> you, can, wanna, you, you, can, you can send meteors down at any point. You don't want to see the wreckage from the airship. <laughs> you just don't want to see that. There was no other one. <laughs> Are you sure? Total annihilation. <laughs> I am going to come up with some really nasty ways. Okay, yeah. so do we get there? How because long? I'm about to do something really nice for you, how and all you're doing is delaying just, the niceness. Just remember that there are some of us not participating in this. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're just making it a more high-impact moment when it finally arrives. <laughs> yeah, right. it's called edging, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, like Wait, you're edging, edging the asshole? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We've got our clip. (laughs) I hope not. I hope that's not. (laughs) That that is the end of any political aspirations I have. It's a strong candidate. Those are gone. Those are gone. Where you were talking about edging assholes. (laughs) (laughs) We have deteriorated. Dave, remember when there was a story? (laughs) Was I here for that? We're here. We're at the airship. Are we at the airship? The airship. Just been traveling. Do you remember when notes mattered? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, look, our airship. No, it all ended about episode 20 with the advent of the Hoblet timer. Like a a friend on uh, the Discord in in my WoW Guild was kind of asking me about, you know, some like writing tips and stuff. He's about to start his own campaign. And something I was just thinking to myself after that is at that point, I there there became no point in taking notes past 10 minutes because the Hoblet timer, the threat of the Hoblet timer, is this 10-minute event horizon that you cannot pass. <laughs> <laughs> know your part. Here's the thing. I've accounted for Hoblet, but I have three other jabronis. <laughs> I'm behaving. Two other jabronis. No, I just follow what everybody else is doing. Two other jabronis. <laughs> two, I said two. Uh, who I'm are, an asshole. Who are just trying to make my life difficult, so now they're going to get less of the cool shit. Oh. No, it's called making the podcast entertaining. Oh, oh I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Was I was I not doing a good enough job for you, Zach? You did a great job. Was I, I not think, doing... I think what my point is is that you're saying I'm not doing a good enough job. Oh. We're having technical difficulties. <laughs> Please enjoy this wonderful commercial while we figure out what the fuck's going on here. <laughs> okay, we're back in the room, so... <laughs> yeah, start it over. Are we at the airship? Yes, you guys eventually arrive to the airship. Which, Hark! The airship! <laughs> which uh, is now, you can see there is sort of a, a line of... Um, 
mages all working very hard. You can see them working almost too hard to project a force barrier that is blocking uh, what appears to be a small crowd of onlookers uh, from the shore where the crash site is. Force field. Mort's uh, going to cast field. mirror image on himself. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. <laughs> because we don't look weird enough with one dude in a fucking Yeah, how many, how many more to in a thong. Now we've got three of them. We've got Does just that three? also mean two counts of indecent exposure? It means four, four. counts of indecent exposure. Yeah. <laughs> so we've got four. We've got four morts. That's yeah. four, four morts. Four wicker turtlenecks. That's eight butt people? cheeks. How many people are there trying to look? Like 10 or like... 50? I would say more it's like a crowd of like 50 people or okay. so. Yeah. Um, as soon as you guys get closer to the barrier, you can see that B. Bumbleson sort of waves at one of the mages who are manning this barrier, and you can see that a very small opening opens up as you guys ride your horses in, and it closes right behind you. Um... And you guys begin riding a little bit closer to the shore, where like some of the, the a lot, most a lot of the um, chassis and like hull of the airship has actually been brought onto the beach now. Hang on, I can I can I can stand for nondescript, but chassis, I, <laughs> I can't I can't can't go along with that. What do you mean, chassis? Chassis. What's, what's wrong with it? Chassis. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I'm surprised the English teacher isn't the one word policing us here. He's right. too busy erasing no, things. No, I'm I'm creating a Christmas carol. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> You're what? This is gonna air after this New is Year's. Airing after New Year's. I don't care. Oh God, no! I'm not doing this to people. You're not singing <coughs> right. You're not singing a Christmas carol on December 10th in an episode that's going to air after New Year's. Yeah. <laughs> it's not relevant on any count. It's going to yeah, air on like air... December like 16th this or gonna, something. No, this is going to air in mid-January. Yeah. Right? yeah, 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 yeah. I'm on January 16th or something. Yeah. yeah. No. He's, he's still I going. fucking... Still okay, going. Okay, whatever. 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 We're moving on. <laughs> Three, two, one. So, you can see that the chassis... I know what that is. ...hull of the, air, of the airship has been, uh, for the most part, brought onto the shore, but is still in the pro. You can see that they're sort of arranging some of the pieces, but they're still separated. Um, like, like a, more like pretty much the front half of it had like broken off and separated into several different like sort of large chunks of hull, and they've sort of started to arrange them kind of where they would fit. Now, I, I mean, I, I just kind of forget because it's been a while since we saw this thing. It looked like almost like a boat. Right. Pretty much, uh, there were wings that f- sprouted out the side. Those that are broke gone immediately. <laughs> right. Um, as well as some sort of like you know, there, there, I mean, there, there were like some sort of mechanized propellers. Those are completely gone. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it really just kind of looks like the hull of a ship, split in half, split in like three pieces, with a lot of splinters and like there, there's sort of there's a lot of reassembly happening. At this point, B Bumbles and uh, you know, you guys sort of. Uh, you guys tether your horses and walk over to what appears to be sort of the staging area. There's tents set up here. There's a lot of tables, people kind of working, talking. You know, it's sort of just sort of like a, a pop-up research slash like workstation, you know, work, work camp, right? All Mega Project uh, people here 
You see no one from the Dark King Protectorate in here, is, uh, except for you can see that Jimothy Merriweather is within the barrier here and having a conversation with um, someone at a, a table with a, a large blueprint laid out onto it. Uh, and you guys begin walking your way there, and Jimothy, you know, turns to you and like, Oh, greetings. It's so good to see you all. I trust that you slept well. Zero kind of looks from side to side, uh, uncomfortably, like... I trust that most of you slept well. <laughs> okay, good, tough crowd. Um, <laughs> so, I've worked out an agreement with the, uh, with the uh, Omega Project to help uh, consult, right on the uh, future of this mm, uh, device here, uh, with the understanding that I will not be a part of its assembly or really look more look at more than the prototype until everything is ready and, you know, all tensions between nations have calmed down, if you see. Uh, because as you, uh, Tarantus was sort of the seat of power here, in the southern kingdoms, and with it gone, well, some tensions have run sour with our, well, temporary allies against the undead, because now everyone's trying to suggest that they know how to do things better, and, well, it's a very tense and complicated political situation that I won't involve you all in at this time, just trust that we are working on it. However, the uh, priorities right now are getting this airship up and running once again, so that we may strike back at the Crucible Lands and land a decisive blow against the undead and protect our borders. What do you say? Honk. (laughs) (laughs) We are at your service. Shakes his head. Why not just build a wall? There's like four Build the wall. (laughs) Build the wall. Boo this man. (coughs) They went around the wall. Walls don't and the other wall. Right. Walls don't seem to do the <laughs> trick anymore these days. We need to figure out what's at the source of this and what we can do to stop it. You're a passionate little fellow. Well, you know, after clearing your names a bit, I'm just I'm feeling invigorated because, you know, we have the power of the heroes of the kingdom of Vesh behind the Darakine Protectorate, you see. Yes. Um, doesn't excuse any of your previous crimes, but we're learning to overlook those details if you maintain a sense of order and duty to the greater mission. (laughs) So that being said, Lord Captain, um, I would like to talk to you because it's, uh, it's fallen upon us that we need to figure out the design of this airship, and you being a captain, you know, you might know a thing or two about um, setting up, you know, a ship. We have some options laid out here, but I'm not authorized to make any decisions. In fact, the project was insistent that you, Quinn, be the arbitrator of the design of this airship. 
Thanks. Oh, why does he get to pick? Thanks to Felix here. Because <laughs> I... However, it may be helpful to consult with your Stay allies, jealous. depending on who will be operating as your crew, but that's down the line. We have many materials to collect. It's just a matter of which ones. So, what I'm going to do here, and we're going to take a brief hold, mm-hmm. I'm go- we're going to look at some of the Options. stations... Of your airship, and I'm going to say this for the audience, too. So that when we come back, we're just going to tell you what stations have been selected so that you know where you need to build this shit. All right. That's right, guys. You are designing your own fucking airship. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Build the ship. And in order order to make this interesting for radio, we're not going to go over the here. I'm handing you papers. Why don't you look at these things while I explain them? And we're just going to explain them to you. In after, after, like three seconds. So it sounds like we know what we're doing already before we do it. Because we're so smart. Yeah. So essentially, what we're going to go over is that you have we have six stations to account for. Four of them have already been pre predetermined because they're part of any airship. That would be the helm, the gas bag, or <laughs> or, or the wing. I'm going to give you the option between those two, whether you want to do the wings again or you'd rather have a gas bag. I mean, I'm just I'm just laughing at the gas bag. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that sounds like the go-to on this. How many jokes can we make about the gas bag? I I am going to <laughs> go like with a more old-timey Zeppelin. Right. Like I think once we get the options, uh, Zero probably you know try to give like a tactical rundown. I think because it, it's I think too in the sense of like right Quinn's personality too. I don't think he's as comfortable with wings as he would like to be, so he's gonna go with the gas bag. Okay, so you guys are gonna choose the gas bag versus the wings. Well, what do what would they do? Can we know that and pick on the mechanics? Should I, should I roll for that or? Yeah, why not? I mean, I can just tell you. Actually, you know what? I'll just, just tell you. Because yeah. um, there's no need to fucking roll for this bullshit. So it's like, so the gas bag, you know, your your, your means of lift are going to be done through lifting gas yeah, that's in, inside of the gas bag, right? And then you'll be sort of propelled by um, the uh, sails. So you're going to have a gas bag and sails that'll kind of, you know, you're just going to use the yeah. winds to guide yourselves. To okay? me, that's, that's the better choice. Right? Or the wings, where you would use uh, essentially propulsion through uh, a, uh, a, spe- a certain, uh, well, certain elements. Sales, it is. Sales, it is. So you want <laughs> gas bag plus sales. You got it. What are the trade off What is the what are the pros and cons between those two, those two options? Um, if, I mean, really, it's it's all about the same. It's just a matter of style. Mm-hmm. Uh, and oh yeah, if it's just style. I, you know what, I'll, I'll even go as far to say that the with the wings, you'll probably be able to travel a little faster, but the gas bag is more durable than the wings. Right. Because once the wing is punctured or... <clears throat> excuse me. Once the wing is punctured or, or broken off, we're going down. Same thing with the bag, though. Right, but the bag is made of... patches. It's, it's like the, pe- the, the materials that you make it out of make it a little bit stronger. Yep. Wings can only be a certain thickness before they have... Like, they, they, they fail to be useful. Sure. Right. Yeah, but when it's going down, like, the gas bags, I assume, like, when they pop, it's like a deflating balloon, and we're just going to go everywhere, yes. all which ways. <laughs> right, so. exactly. Mm-hmm. So, comedy. Oh, the human! I mean, I'm down for the gas bags. Let's go gas bags, baby. So, What's next? More uh, like early Final Fantasy than later Final Fantasy. Yeah. Your other options, now, the ones, the two, the options that you do have, as far as the remainder two stations, you have uh, on either side of the airship... 
you have the weapons. You can choose to have large weapons, like uh, catapults, on, on one or both sides, or ballistas on one or both sides, or you can mix and match. Now, ballistas are what now? Could Giant you fit those um, ballistas with uh, harpoons, maybe? Yes. They're like harpoon ship. They're bring them in for boarding actions. They're basically like cannons. No, they're big, like uh, big crossbows. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. With harpoons yeah. fitted to yeah. them. Yeah, sure. and they're, they're on Zero wheels. Zero would be usually. very partial to that as well. Yeah, right. That sounds the, good. The, whereas the catapults would just be more of like, you know, launching projectiles and things. We haven't really gotten to like commercially available gunpowder, so we don't really have like lots of cannon cannons. Sure. But uh, catapults will do right now. I think the ballistas are probably oh, the better yeah. choice. On, on both sides? I'd say so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Great. That seems really on, like in character for what we want mm-hmm. the ship to yeah. be. Sure, mm-hmm. like we're it, we're getting to like borderline sky piracy. <laughs> so that's what I'm looking for. Good. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we're on the same page with that because yeah. that's a good page. Yeah. Once you've settled on this design, uh, the uh, scientist who's sort of by the blue the blueprint table begins to explain to you. Okay, and he's a gnome because I want to do my gnome voice now. He says, "Okay, so uh, we're gonna need uh, a few things." Uh, so, uh, for first, first we're going to need, um, um, so for, for to, to kind of maintain the the wind, and so that you know, it's, this is this is a this is a magical airship, fellas. So we're going to need, since you're doing the sails and the gas bag, we're going to need you to find an air elemental and bind it to this, uh, bind it to to you guys. Um, I have a a thing here, and he pulls out actually a. So you guys remember the episode that Mort joined you guys? Yep. Uh, episode 44, Less Wreck. You guys helped the project capture an air elemental that had run away. Mm-hmm. Right? They put it into the, almost like a little Ghostbusters thing, right? And just like zipped it up and brought it with them. Mm-hmm. They hand you the same device. Little Pokeball, Ghostbusters trap. <laughs> Additionally, we're going to need um, some lifting gas, obviously. I'm glad you got that one. This is something that naturally occurs. <laughs> we really just need to secure a site for drilling to get into the, the earth to harvest, or sorry, to, to get into Tal'Duria to harvest its natural gases. But, uh, you know, that's quite the legal battle. And uh, really, if you could just help us source some, some, some land far enough away from civilization, we might be able to, you know, harvest some of that to take care of that for you guys. Um, that would be great, 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 completely great. Um, Is there anything else you need while we're out? Yes. Uh, so there's quite a few things. Um, for the ballast, <laughs> for the ballast, you're going to need something to help control your your altitude, right? Um, and the sky obsidian will do the job. The sky obsidian that was in this has kind of sank to the bottom of the sea and. We don't really have a good means of recovering it, so it's uh, it's, it's going to be up to you guys to uh, source some new ones. Also, it was shattered anyways, so we we, we need a soft we need some solid pieces. Um, this sky obsidian can actually be found in the Nessus Peaks uh, southwest of here. Uh, I would caution you; uh, those hills are um, kind of in. This is a this is a sort of a sacred resource to the cloud giants. So, 
take good care in harvesting it or procuring it, however you get it, just be careful. Cloud giants are no joke. And the, uh, we're gonna need also some enchanted wood. Um, there's a couple different ways we can do this. Either you can pay, we can hire like some, some out, like a third party to enchant it, but it, you know, by just getting some regular wood, but that's gonna cost you guys like 5,000 gold if you're preparing to spend that. Or you're gonna have to convince the dryads in the forest of the north of here to give up some of it. P.S. We haven't really actually had contact with them or talked to them in, I don't know, years. They're kind of secluded. You know, they're very, very, they're very reclusive. It was a sky diamond? Sky obsidian. Obsidian. And if the last thing, um, for the wing, for the, for the, uh, for the sails, um, I mean, we can use some straight burlap, but, I mean, you know, for the bag and, for the, for the bag and for the sails, you know, if you want to maybe something a little more durable, something a little tougher, that's not gonna, you know, fold under pressure or be punctured easily. Um, the wings of an adult black dragon would be, or I'm sorry, just an adult dragon in general would be perfect to uh, make the material out of. I hope someone's writing this down. I see a few people furiously taking notes. Okay, so bind an air elemental. Uh, prospect some land for uh, drilling for lifting gas. Mm -hmm. Sky obsidian, which we're getting from what kind of giants? Cloud giants. Cloud giants. Clown giants? Cloud. <laughs> Dear God, cloud giants are bad enough. I don't even want to know what the clown giants are. I don't are. either. That sounds <laughs> terrifying. Look, I hung think hung. that's a little beyond my uh, challenge rating here. Let's see. Enchanted wood, which we can either buy for 5K or no go negotiate with the dryads. Correct. For varying definitions of negotiate. Right. And uh, for uh, the sales and bag... Uh, burlap will work, but if we want something of quality, hint, hint, we want something of quality, we should go um, get a, just the remains of an adult dragon. The wings. You just need the wings of an wings adult dragon. Of an adult dragon. Yes. Of any color. Of any color. Okay. You spell dryads. D R Y A D S. Yeah, I got it right. They're like tree people, like kind of elves among the trees. But yeah. they've, yeah, they're, 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 but they're not elves. They're just, they're, they are definitely, but they are forest people. Yeah, they're forest humanoids. Like, yeah, like fae. elves, but yeah, more fairy and depending on the depiction, always female or both. They're just really boring. Mostly female. Yeah. Boring commercials. They're really dry, dry ads. ads. Uh, I felt really good about that one. The reaction <laughs> that I got was no, not. That was, that, that was Massimo, Massimo, they can't, they can't all be winners. <laughs> no, that was that was highly effective dad joking and it got the appropriate groans. So the um, the scientists kind of ask you, so you got it? Is that uh, clear? Yeah. Crystal. Great. I mean, we've got a reporter who's taking all sorts of notes, so I'm sure we've got it all. <laughs> I'm going to go over and peek at his notes. Does it actually have everything yes, on there that it should? in meticulous detail. I'm going to pat him on the back really hard. <laughs> really, really hard? Really hard. <laughs> Roll for strength. 
I would appreciate if you didn't touch me. Like, uh, ever. Again. Don't touch me. Pretend. <laughs> just pretend like I'm not here. I'm just going to smile at him. Just pretend like I'm not here. With your wooden teeth. <laughs> oh, yeah, we ain't say I wish that he has wooden teeth, doesn't he? I, should, yeah, I should be whistling disturbing. much more. <laughs> you're a fucking monstrous. <laughs> <laughs> a gorgeous monstrosity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> So you guys sort of have your short-term goal here. Uh, we've learned, you know, there's some political intrigue going on, but right now it seems to be the priority is this airship getting up and running and you guys fighting off, or getting into finding, like, what the source of all this shit is and finding a way to stop, like, the, the, like all the madness from happening. Yeah. So kind of sub-goals here. Play the game until we get ourselves an airship and then, you know... I don't know, do what we want because we have an airship. <laughs> right. And I see what you're trying to do. You're trying to take a journalist and turn him into something between Jack Kerouac and Hunter S. Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> I like this. So I think that this is actually we'll a good there. place to uh, to end we'll today's episode. Yeah. You know, and uh, sort of pick up next time as the party embarks on their uh, collection quest. Because we just got done collecting things. Right. Now we're going to go collect some more shit. Nice. Well, oh. now we have an itinerary, though. Which is yeah. It's a framework for us to riff around and make fun bullshit while we do it. Yes. So, guys, if you like what you heard, you can find us on the internet. We're on uh, the such places as Twitter and Instagram at Hapless Heroes. We have a subreddit that I barely update, so I'm not going to bother. <laughs> no, it's slash r slash Hapless Heroes podcast. I was just kidding. But all those places will point you to our Discord server, which is the coolest place to hang out. Really, all of the cool kids are are hanging out in there. It's really the best medium to talk to us. Like, it's subreddit I don't think it would work. No, it's well just the for easiest for, like, for any of us to be able to respond to stuff because yeah. it's just it's just a messaging thing and uh you know we have some really great things on there where you know you can talk about your cats or the show or like have some ridiculously strange banter in in arguments with us um you know you know what we, we can have pull, polls up sometimes just for the sake of putting polls up it's great you should hang out yeah or just i like dancing on polls right so if you like, you know, if you like, you know, Quinn dancing on poles and, and things like that, you would all, we would really appreciate it if you left us a five star review on the podcast. That's the fifty dollar Patreon level. <laughs> also that, but that's we, the video. We'll get there. We would just really appreciate it if you left us a five star review on the podcast service of your choice because uh, you know you can just tell us how much you just love Quinn pole dancing, even if though it's probably never actually happened in the podcast. It'd be hilarious if your review include that. We'll read it on the air. We'll tell you how much we love you. You're pretty amazing. Mike will literally dance on a pole if you do that, and we'll record it. No, you don't want that. Yeah. But if you... But for the $500 level, it'll be the kind of pole who lives near the Broadway market. Listen, I, I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused right. by I could do that. So speaking of donating money to us, we have a Patreon page. It's just patreon.com slash heroes. All the money goes right, put it right back into this show to like buy equipment, to get pizza, to just kind of sustain, pizza. you know, hosting this whole situation. It's really, uh, we, we've appreciated everybody thus far. We have some really silly, ridiculous rewards. Yeah, just check it out. It's uh, It's pretty cool. And if you really, really like us, go, uh, you know, stand outside of your local convenience store and, uh, you know, hold, hold a cup out to people. And when they, when they go to try to put some change in the cup, snatch it away and reveal that the cup is actually full of little flash drives 
filled with uh, episodes of our podcast. <laughs> and you're not asking for a change. You're just handing out salad material, some yeah. tent. You're just slinging some tent. That's right. Sling that tent. That Sling and tent. But don't pitch it. No. I mean, well, it's short for content. Outroing the party. To my left, James playing Hop with the Smash Room. Oh, let's see where we go from here. Dave playing Zero, Valen's Avatar of War. Good evening, everyone. Mike as Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind. Mm, on this crazy episode of Hapless Heroes, we all see five frightening dreams, <laughs> four wickle t- wicker turtlenecks, three sections of broken airship, two magnificent ballistas, and a Felix still with a shitty plan. <laughs> Ouch. And it's like a month late, too. Yeah. There you go. For them, not for us. It's really good. Just re- you don't even I have wish to I had time to practice me. it better, but, you know, whatever. Wow, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Massimo playing Morton Mac, a.k.a. Gorgeous Mort. That was a beautiful song, Quinn. Thank you. Zach is paradolling him woods. I get the sandwich station. And John as Lord... There's a sandwich station, right? Yes. On the airship? Yeah, sure. Okay. Why not? <laughs> and Lord... What about a make your own omelet? Oh omelette? my god! <laughs> what about a make your own omelet station? We'll see! Okay. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> and Lord Draw the Light, played by John. Until next time. And I'm Francesco. I've been your host in DM. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Good. On the next episode of Happy <laughs> <laughs> Enough! Another Bad. Christmas song. <laughs>